Copa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, howdy. Welcome in to the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. How are you guys doing out there today? Thank you for downloading this episode. And of course, thank you for telling your friends to subscribe to the show because there is all different kinds of topics, subjects, and gooey inners, like I, I like to say. Ooh, yes. Gooey inners, so many different things within this podcast that you can talk about, and we do it right here. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's Christmas time. Guess what? Go to my website, keeferinktesting.com, Click on the Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner, and then just go do some shopping for you, for your loved ones, or you know, just be spoil yourself and just buy a bunch of stuff. But use that banner first. It's the only banner on my website. It's a clean, disease-free website. So we appreciate you guys clicking on that banner. And uh, living your life and doing some shopping with RockyMountainATVMC.com. And you want to get a code for FXR Racing, the best gear out there right now. I mean, there's so many different types of colors, uh, versions of gear that they're, that, I mean, there's so many things available. We got Helium, we got Revo, we got Clutch, we got Podium. Different cuts and different levels of gear. KKMX35 is the code to save money over there on their website. And if you're looking for a 6D FXR branded helmet, KKMX6D is that code. And if you're a lady and you like to shred all over the dudes, I have a special code for you. Hit me up, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com, and I'll get you a special code for you ladies out there, and you can look really good on the track or trail wherever you're riding. And, of course, the guys over at Mark and – I shouldn't say the guys over at Mark. Over the at guys, Mark. Oh, the guys over at REP. Mark is the guy over at REP, and he has a few quality human beings that are doing suspension within that shop of AEO Power Sports. One of the guys here in the studio ran the suspension. He liked it, and if you guys want to get your stuff done, maybe before or after the winter. I know you East Coast guys are hibernating down right now, but why not pull your suspension off, get it serviced before your riding season starts next year, and send it over to REP. Use the code KKREP to save some money. And then get your suspension um, running smoothly and get more plush and more comfort out of your stuff. And the rest of our 2023 sponsors, we have some new ones coming on for next year. So excited to talk about that. We're going to do a couple more of these shows and I'm taking the rest of the year off. So you guys don't yell at me. I already got a bunch of people emailing me saying, where have you been? I've been gone for two weeks. So we're back with this show. But nonetheless, 2023 has been a great one. Because of these sponsors, Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Lit Pro, Blood Lubricants, 6D Helmets, International Vet Motocross Association just put up some of their 2024 schedules, so go check that out. Dunlop Motorsports, Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Decal Works, Alpine Stars, Oakley, Polysport Plastics, ETS Racing Fuels. So go check them out. There's all kinds of discount codes. If you guys don't see them within these commercials on the show, hit me up on my email, and I'll get you the code. Save yourself some money on these great products because they wouldn't be on the show if they weren't. I could be a lot richer. The woman in studio would be a lot happier if we had more money, but I refuse to take it. Heather, 
Hi. Hi. Are you going to talk loud on this show? I mean, I'll talk normal. Can we bring some of that A&H level of uh, sound I to the show? There wasn't really an A&H this week. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, Eddie Larrett's in here as well as Aiden Kiefer and we have his lovely girlfriend in here Brooke that's not mic'd up probably better off if she's not because she's going to talk trash about Aiden but nonetheless (laughs) uh, we're going to wrap up the Arizona Open Motocross uh, big amateur event the last one of the year on the west coast they had many Olympics and then some of the people went straight from Florida to Arizona which is insane to me Mm -hmm. seems like it would cost a lot of money um, so we all went together to Arizona. I was gone in Europe for a week doing some testing. Then we landed and we came straight home for a night and then went to Arizona. So again, if you guys are wondering where I've been and why this show has been MIA, that is the reason. So we are here to talk about, uh, Arizona and wrap it up and all the things that happened at the race. Um, some things happened off of the track. We'll talk about some standouts that we saw, who we thought, uh, rode well, what we think as a group that uh, the race could uh, be run a little bit better and the things that they did well because I think it's uh, it's safe to say they did both. Yes. Anybody? Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think they did a good job. So uh, within this panel I have here in the studio, so I had them write five different things down, um, what they wanted to talk about, what they felt like uh, was needed to discuss here today. I have a few things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can just dive right into it. So with all of these shows that we talk about amateur racing, I just want to let you guys know we're not like a diehard amateur motocross family. It's not like we're going to these every single one of these events. We're not chasing every single huge, what do they call it, a major, Aiden? Is that what they call them? Yeah, major. So this was one of the majors, yes or no? I think I, it's, I would say it's yes, an AMA I, race. It's a featured event yes, on your it plate. It says featured event, so it is one of them. Um, Monster pays money. Um, from what we've heard, and this is just what I've heard, Monster is not involved in this race next year. So I don't know where this race is going. I do know that the family that uh, owns the race and, and the event, the the son that actually helps them out, didn't do that this year, and also. Normally, we have a live feed on Flow Motorsports. That uh, didn't happen this that year. That didn't happen this year. So I don't know if they're just getting prepared for next year. But nonetheless, the turnout seemed about the same, if not a little bit better, I would say. Because where we parked in relation to where we normally park was further out. They graded for more parking. And I walked around um, the paddock and noticed um, the last couple years where we parked, that was full. So... I don't think the overall entry count was any worse, or maybe if it was a, l- a little bit better. Well, I think it was, they laid it out different because they actually made spots further back. It wasn't like a free-for-all. Okay. So I think maybe that kind of helped it out. And, you know, you couldn't jam like 10 cars into one area. It was like two cars per motorhome or something like that is what they were charging. Hmm. And then like different spots, like if you wanted to be closer, it was more money. Versus farther out in the North 40 where we were was less money, but still a lot of money. So we could talk about that, actually, the money. So, (coughs) (laughs) I mean, this is just part of it, right? I know, look, and people are saying, hey, Kiefer, you know what you're getting yourself into when you do this stuff. And I do, and I understand it. Like, you know, we can sit here and say, oh, it didn't cost that much, but racing costs a lot of money. Um, Obviously, here in California, the fuel cost is outrageous still right now. Mm Um getting the van loaded, getting the parts. And look, a lot of this stuff we get um, for free. It's not like we're paying for a lot of things here. So 
uh, just to get in the gate. And here's here's my thing. They've had this race for how many years? It was a 20-year anniversary. Okay. You think getting into the gate, whatever, Tuesday morning, right? Because it starts Tuesday. We're going to talk about practice. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday morning, we're waiting there 45 minutes. It's a, it's a line. I get it. There's a yeah. line. You got two lines going in. But I don't know how long you have to wait to pay the money. Okay, it's X amount of dollars to get in. You got to pay this. Where you parking? Okay. Dude. You probably sat there for 30 minutes, well, bro. No, it was 45 minutes. You saw what it what it took just for us because we didn't have a design spot, right? right. Like, we didn't we didn't have the spot to go to. Just give me a so, spot. I so, don't care. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you told the lady, like, hey, just we want to be out here. Right. So whatever's out there, we don't know the numbers. She's talking all these numbers, and right. we don't know the numbers. Right. So then she's like, well, let me get the map. Well, that, then she disappeared, <laughs> I felt like, for five minutes to go right. get this map. So it's just, yeah. And, I and think you, you signed Aiden up, Heather. Did yes. you see any of this parking payment on the website? No, but I just went straight to sign him up for his classes. I wasn't looking for spots and stuff. Right. Because, the, the, well, we didn't go last year because Aiden was hurt. So maybe they did this last year and we just missed it. Mm-hmm. Because it's been two years since we've been there. I feel like so. it was that bad the last time that we were it here. It was. We sat in line a long time the last time we went. And even the first year we went, we stopped and checked in on our way into the hotel when he raised C class. And it was still a long line to get in. And then even the line to get him like checked in. Yeah, for, how was the line to get checked in? It was fine. Oh, okay. I think I waited maybe. Well, I rolled up to get his practice sticker because I was worried about him not ma- making practice. Mm-hmm. And the... One lady, I think she might be the owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're excuse us if we don't. Super familiar. nice older yeah. lady. She like opened the window and she knew who I was and she was like, "Oh, what do you need?" And I'm like, "Practice." And she's like, "Okay." Gave me, gave her money. Yeah. She gave me stickers and that was it. And then How I much went, was practice? Forty bucks per class. No. Oh no, because I think Tuesday was just like a. I mean, it was part of the venue, but it was more of an open like. They got like twenty minute sessions or whatever, you know. Yeah. So I don't. So it wasn't an Arizona open practice. It was just a no. It was an Arizona open practice, but practice. Was I just think what they're saying it, they, it was more of a looser program on yeah. Tuesday than what it was. On yeah, think, because they did like A and B was practice one, and then like all eighty fives were practice two and sixty fives, and then it was like, well, if we have to split practice, we will. So it was kind of yeah. a free for all, but not a free for all. So what I'm saying is, it it usually if you go back to these Arizona open podcasts, I think we bitch about the same thing every year is this how we got in and it's just a nightmare to get in and takes a long time. So they can tighten it up a little bit there. Um, how much was it to get in for all of us? So we had four people alone. Wait, I think it was five people in the van. I think it was almost $500 with the parking. Cause the parking I think was one twenty or one twenty five, And then it was $70 a piece per wristband, per wristband so, for the week. So we're, we're, how much was it per class to enter? I want to say it was just right under $300 for his three classes. I think they were 70 a piece. Okay. So we're we're rolling, we're rolling about 800 bucks. Yep. 6 $800 to walk in here. Yep. Which I don't understand if you're racing, why don't they give the like why doesn't the rider get in for free? Cuz the track's got to make money. Okay, that then doesn't maybe. Doesn't make sense. You, I mean, I don't I don't mind paying the, to get in. Like like I understand it, but the parking seems a little bit excessive. I mean, that's a lot of money to park. I mean, and then they give you an option to park away. Or what was the option? Like, you could park in this little area before the you go yeah. into the gate, and it's 20 bucks. Yeah, it was yeah. just a little. Which, to me, I'm like, it was, oh, really? it was it was as far as it was where we were parked. It's closer in. It's closer out of the facility and closer in. So I don't so. understand that. Like, what's the difference? Like, yeah. what is the feature? Like, I can still go in and out as I please, but I can park out here. 
So I don't I don't quite understand that. Yeah. Because you're not in the mix, I guess. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. So didn't didn't make sense. Uh. So yeah. So the promoter, what I, I would I would think gets all of the um, entry fees. Yeah, they get the entry fees, and then I think what what's good about this race is the promoter is the actual the people that put on the whole race. See, that's so, what I'm saying. So why can't you at least discount? Like, if you've got a racer, like, discount them. Like, okay. So unlike, like, these Myron races, you know, and they go to Glen Helen, Glen Helen gets the gate fee, right? Glen right. Helen gets the gate fee and everybody that comes in, and then Myron gets everything else. And, of, of course, Myron has to pay for a track rental, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, this is their track. They're putting on this race. Their so crew. they're They're 100% getting the profit on, on, on all of this, I would yeah. assume. So yeah, I don't understand why it's just so much money to park. Yeah. And then they I the there's no pit vehicles. There was no pit vehicles, right? You couldn't have Dude, I saw more can ams and pit bikes. You couldn't pit. have it said no pit bikes on the thing or surrounds. And there wasn't no mini bikes around. There was electric yeah. bicycles. There's right? bicycles, yep. more bicycles. I guess you have to have they have Golf to have cars. pedals in order to consider it electric, right? Because I saw some kids with electric scooters, but it had pedals on it or something. Yeah. So I don't know. So anyway, it was a lot of money getting in. Standard issue. Nothing's new there. Um, I'll start up with one of my bitches. Um, there's, it's just a lot of time for practice. So you show up Tuesday, right? Unlike you go to Loretta Lynn's or you go to Texas, you have one full day of practice. Everyone gets to practice, and the next day you immediately start your motos, right? That's how it should be. In Arizona, you have a all-day practice sessions until two or something right yes and then the next day on wednesday we had half a day of practices that were fairly long as well well i think they don't do that because maybe like some people just don't show up for practice. doesn't matter you plan it how you plan it like well, we did the one year up. the one year we did we didn't even show up for tuesday we showed up for wednesday morning and we did practice wednesday morning why didn't you just tell me this remind me of this why the fudge are we going out to huh. a well, day before well, and, and that's why i think it I think the way they categorize the way they have it set up is basically the race is Wednesday to Saturday. Yeah. Because they're charging you an additional forty dollar fee to ride on Tuesday. They're not charging you a practice fee on, on Wednesday. Wednesday morning right. because that's part of um, right. the national. And they also moved the race up because it usually didn't end until Sunday. They moved it up a day. Hmm. So it ended Which I'm down with. That's great. I like that. So it ended Saturday. Because usually Well we ended Friday. Well yeah, yeah. we ended yeah. Friday. So yeah, so I just thought it was just a long kind of dragged out, like, let's just start Wednesday morning, and I'm sure everyone's already there anyway, and if you're not there and you don't show up till Wednesday morning, you know, well, you're, you're there anyway, right? Because you know you got to practice, so let's yep. just let's just start there Wednesday, but and if you guys can't make it, then get there Tuesday. But for our circumstances, having practice on Tuesday and what we went through Tuesday really helped out in the long run, because if that would have right. happened on Wednesday, it would have been a fucking shit show. No, uh, it still would have been. Uh, we would have been all right. Yeah, but I mean, still, like... It I mean, doesn't matter. I think they could tighten it up the whole schedule. If they're doing yeah. it, what I don't understand, we're doing it all week, right? We're doing it on working blue-collar <laughs> hours. Like, I don't understand yeah. how we're having races all week. Like, it's it's amazing to that me. Race that race could be run Wednesday to, to Saturday. Thursday I, to Sunday. It could be. Yeah, we, well, don't, we don't need three motos. We don't need three motos. Chris was looking at the thing today, and he found out that the pros, they throw out your worst moto. You can put that mic way closer into your mouth. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was looking at the results today. Uh, the pros did three motos, just like normal classes, besides the premier classes, which was Schoolboy 2, 250B, Super Mini. That was that's it, it right? That was it. So those three premier classes did two motos. Everyone else did three, including pros. But then I looked at the result sheet for uh, 250 Pro and Open Pro, 
in Open Pro, um, Temmerman DNF'd one moto, but still got second overall because he went one two DNF, mm. and then the third place guy went like two two three or something or three yeah. three two, and got three, two, third. Two. And I'm like, what? Why are we running three motos if we're yeah. throwing one out? Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. No, unless there's a typo within the results. Right, but it, it says right there Timmerman's got second, so just seems kind of strange to me. Yeah, odd. Not really fair. So I do, I do like those. Like I was kind of blown away when they. It's been a while since I've been amateur racing, but they those like premier classes, fifteen plus one. That's good. Like, you know, that's rate. actually short for a premier class. Usually they make us do the same. Yeah, so usually they're twenty. Plus one, right? Didn't we go there before and it was that? Well, yeah, but at other nationals, too, it's always 20 minutes. Sometimes well, they, 25 minutes. You said minutes. there was a typo or something? Yeah, on their Instagram, it posted that they were doing 20 plus one. And when I went up to confirm, the lady was like, no, I believe it's 15 plus one. And I'm like, well, it's posted. She's like, well, where? And so I showed her and she's like, oh, I wish they would let me proofread before they posted it. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, so come back and find out. She's like, yeah, I'm going to find out for sure what we're doing. I'm like, all right. So a little, I just don't understand these amateur races, how you've, you've run them for so long and you do these things for so many years. And it's just still kind of like almost the first time every year. Like you, it just doesn't make sense. Like you have the entries, you do it, you lay the, the whole race schedule out, uh-huh. right? Yep. You say, okay, we're taking a break here. We're doing this. Like, it's, it's, I don't understand how hard. Look, I'm not a promoter. I'm not going to sit here and be a quarterback promoter, sit here and armchair the whole thing. But, like, uh, I don't know, man. It's I don't mind boggling. I don't know. feel like it could be that difficult. I'm sure there's fire drills throughout the day, but planning a little bit before the event, it's like, oh, we're having an event. Come out to our event. And then they start planning the day before. They're like, or they're shooting at the hip well, as they're going. Yeah, uh, and I feel so bad because the ladies up at the sign up tower, yeah, super nice ladies. Like I'm sure they were super. Yeah, no hate comms on the ladies because I was constantly up there asking them questions. Like, um, they scheduled the pros to run at ten and one mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Aiden's moto was getting close. We, I think we were under forty five minutes away before the pros were supposed to take off. I'm like. So do we know, are we doing 250B before we do the pros? Are they going after? I don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. And I'm like, how do you not have that figured out? If, like, we're less than an hour away, like, you should kind of have an idea, I feel. Casey Bernard, one of the pro kids, was late to the gate. Me and Eddie were walking up, and I see him shredding to go to the gate. I was with you. Yeah, and and I heard the, and the kid missed his gate like he rolled out right Dude, when the kid literally got to the gate as the dude stopped pointing yeah yeah but he wasn't so, late but because they I, ran it early yes so that's what i was saying it was nine fifty-two, and you told everybody 10 o'clock yeah which is that's bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. can't do that you can't do that you, you can, can go run later it. correct they did the same thing there too they ran it two races earlier here's my thing just watch loretta lens how it's run yeah i'll complain all day about money at loretta lens expensive I got to take a more second on my house. But, like, it is on time. People get hurt, Loretta's. Things happen, Loretta's. But look at, like, they make it up. They, you make it up. Yeah, I year. guess the, the only thing that I would say for Loretta's is they know a month in advance who's racing. Right. There, is no, race. there is no sign ups at the track. There's, you, it's, but here's my thing the classes, the are, classes the, are the classes, right? Yeah. You know you're going to get entries for every single class. Yeah, right. but you can only race two classes. So you don't have, like, Aiden raced three classes this weekend. 
Okay. So I mean, but what does that matter if if because you they have probably have to make sure that they don't have like you know two fifty B and like open B back to back because yeah. half those kids are going to pull off and have to go right back. You don't have to make them back to back. Then that's what I'm saying. You know the classes that interject with other classes, right? But that's what I'm saying. It might be a little bit more strategic for them because they've got kids racing more than two classes. So you really have to sit and be like, okay, well Johnny's racing this class, this Could, class, this class, and this class. So we got to make sure that we hmm. spread them out evenly. Can you sign up at the race or you have to pre, pre, no, well, that's, that's the issue right there. Cause they right. don't know until they close sign up. They have no idea how many entries they're going to have. Yep. So, I mean, it, if but they my, were to have to make a divisional race, say two fifty C I'm sure had divisions, right? So Maybe. if they have to keep adding the divisions, okay, that moves the race schedule further down the line. In a race like this, I don't. I, I think you should have to sign up early. But here's my thing. Okay, say if there is divisions, and you kind of know what those would be, right? Right. You plan the race accordingly, and right. then tweak tweak it when you have the main meet already sitting there. I think right. that's better. I don't know. I, mean, I need to look into this a little bit more and ask promoters how that is, and, it, and see how hard it is to do. Because I don't, I wouldn't think it would be that fucking hard. Well, when I went up. Again, to ask them a question before we left on Tuesday, I was like, do you have any idea race order? And she's told me, nope, I won't even start working on that until later tonight. And I'm like, okay. I feel like that's but every race. That's every local race, though. Well, this is I just feel like this race, race was a, a lot of money with a local race feel, like yeah. this year. I've, I've been to other Arizona Opens where it was more of a, like you have uh, people f- watching their you know, siblings or children or relatives or friends, and they could watch it on this flow network. You don't right. have that this year. And then, like, it's just like a local race, but you're still getting spending all this money. Right. Yeah, I didn't see one manufacturer manager out there. No. I think everyone's recovering from Florida. Yeah. So that, that to me, it's like a, you know, tear down from, say, those core, you know, right. free stones and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, back, back to the race time length, when I was amateur mechanic, dude, we were running five laps. Right. That was it. That, um, RV, Baggett, all those guys in the premier class, five laps. Right. You throw away a lot of championships. I mean, look, we would have thrown away one at five laps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so to get 15 plus one, 20s, whatever. I like that. That's great. That's great because yeah. it allows these kids to showcase what they work for. Yeah. And you're going to find out maybe, you know, this guy might not be the fastest guy, but he's got the stamina to go the distance Correct. versus, hey, we just got to get a top three start and sprint a few laps. and. Right. Be done. It's done, and you get a championship, yeah. and you take all the glory on a pretty simple. Right. No, I you know, do platform. like that. I like they're trying to groom the kids a little bit more with longer motos. That's, yeah, for that sure. is nice. For sure. Um, okay, Aiden, let's just go over your race real quick before we start in on all of our our highlights of the week. So Aiden rode two fifty B, Schoolboy two, and then Open B. Yep. Right. Open B was three motos. The other ones are Premier, so that's two motos. So before we get into your race, give us some like lead up to what you've been doing what's been going on talk a little bit about your training the whole bike situation so let's let's lead these people up and what do you, you mean know. by bike situation like we had okay let me talk for Aiden <laughs> and everybody yep. so what do you mean so by bike situation go. okay so uh before leading up to this we were, we were maybe we we're going to go switch manufacturers we were going to go oh. ride a yamaha or kawasaki we had options to do both uh but me being a father having a job all these things uh, Team Green and Kawasaki have been really good to us. We got a little bit more support this year from Kawasaki offered to us. Uh, we had something on the table from Yamaha that was going to go through. We don't know if it was NSA. We don't know what was going to happen, but we just couldn't wait around long enough for the Yamaha thing to pan out. 
to see what we were doing, and I felt like we were in a good position because Aiden was running B-Class again next year. We have the parts here. Um, Aiden's familiar with the Kawasaki. He likes the bike, so we decided just to stay with Kawasaki. Ryan Holiday gave us a little bit more support. We're not on the full program, but we get we get more help. We got a parts allowance. We got some bikes. We got a little bit more support, and then yeah. you have to prove yourself if you want to go further. Yeah. Uh, Mitch and the guys over at Pro Circuit has helped, uh, helped us out a little bit more with mufflers, so it's we're creeping in the right direction. Okay, so now that I gave you the rundown, Aiden, that you should have did for everybody. <laughs> what? Now, training, talk a little about what you've been doing. People like to know these kind of things. Go ahead, Aiden. It's can, all yours. Can we, can oh, we all, for, all for, uh, forgot that we made a suspension swap? Yep. yep. And we made a suspension swap Yep. with um, Mark. We went with Mark. Mark at REP is... Um, obviously helps us out in the show, and I work with him closely, so I thought, why not try him for Aiden, and uh, that's where we're at at Arizona Open. Yep. Okay. So anyway, Kawasaki, Pro Circuit. REP. REP and Jamie Twisted. Yep. But we're going to tell you about our week and what happened with our motorcycles. So leading up to the event training, go ahead, Aiden. Uh, so I've been working with Alex and John. Same thing, troll training. Um. Yeah, I've just been doing a lot of gym, a lot of cycling. So what is involved? People are like, well, what is troll training? What is it? Like, what do, what do they do? I mean, like, it's basically, it's basically just, I mean, it, it's hard to explain, right? It's not hard to explain. For it's me, very, it it's is. very easy. Very simple. For me, it is. I mean, it's just cycling and <laughs> gym Christ. and riding. I mean, yeah, but okay. I mean, what, I, what explain the are, what do you get? Yeah, there What you do go. you have in front of you every single day? Explain it. Well, Hi, okay. I'm Aiden Kiefer. I have a phone. And then every week I get a schedule sent to my phone. And then John Wessling gives me the stuff that I need to do every day. <laughs> so it's like having a babysitter to tell me what to do. This is troll training, everybody. And then every day I tell him how I feel. I feel good. Or no, I feel tired. Okay, and now we can adjust. How hard is that? Not hard. You just did it. That is troll training. So Aiden every day gets a schedule. Every Sunday we look and see what he's doing. John or Alex will call him and say, hey, what's your week like? What days are you riding? He plans the whole week for Aiden. It's laid out in front of him. It's foolproof. It's great for a 17-year-old kid or a vet rider that has a job and needs a little bit of uh, coaxing to get his shit done. So now it holds Aiden accountable. Yep. So now he sees it. He has to do it. And if he doesn't, they see it and they go, "What WTF, why didn't you do it? Yep. So it's nice. Me and Aiden, most of the time, I would say 85 to 90% of the time, I'm doing the stuff with Aiden that he has, which is nice for me because if Aiden has a two-hour bike ride, I go on a two-hour bike ride with him. Aiden goes running. Not every time I go running with him, but I go running sometimes. But if he has a riding schedule, we go together. So it's nice just to have it laid out yeah. for you, correct? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Please now you can talk about, your, now talk about your race. Well... Our, so we talk about this at the beginning of my bike first, though, sure. before we get into Go ahead. Rip it off. So we got <laughs> <laughs> so we got the engine rebuilt and everything, and it, we rode it on a couple of days before we left, or the week before we left. I put probably put an hour on it. So and let's explain what is done to this. Eddie's good at this. So what, what does Aiden's engine consist of, pretty much? It's basically just a full-blown race engine. So it's got piston, cams, valves. Uh, valves Valve spring kit, brilliam copper seats, instant clutch component. I mean, it's a mix of coating, uh, you know, which that's just to keep the dirt from sticking and staining the cases. It's a mix of 
Mitch's stuff and Jamie's stuff. Yes. It's right. a blend. Yes. It's a hybrid engine, yes. which yeah, is so it's think, very strong. Yeah, I think Jamie obviously buys a lot of Mitch's stuff because it's race-proven. Yeah. So he buys a lot of their product that's race-proven, and then he matches it with his um, specs in the cylinder head right. and uh, stuff like, you know, so I yeah. think he does some mapping on it too, I yep. believe. So, yep. yeah. So okay. that that's how you build. That's how his race engine's built. Yes. So just so you know, in this 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 podcast is a detailed one. People <laughs> like to know. Well, can I talk? Are you going to keep? No, it no. Right? I'm just explaining to you. So when you when you go, so it's a detailed one. So when you get into things, people like the meat of yeah. what you're talking. Well, I'm, I'm saying I'm trying to give detail on my practice day, but you're interrupting me. So, anyways, back to what we we're saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I wrote an hour on it, and then we get there. Um, and I started doing three laps, and then I started hearing a knocking in the engine, which I thought it was my skid plate, because the skid plate rattles on the frame. So I thought it had something to do with that, and I pulled off, and I revved it. Didn't make a noise or anything. I kept riding it. Uh, the louding kept getting knocker, and lou- the knocking kept getting louder and louder. <laughs> and I come around this corner for this triple step up, and I'm leaning back, and I hit the triple step up, and the bike just blows up right off the lip. And then I just go into a full endo. So it doesn't blow up. Oh, it's no, what it, you call it? It, it blew it, up. It just, just it just shut off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you think of blow up, we're, we're thinking like catastrophic. Like it just locked up. Oh, okay. I mean, we could still turn the motor over. It does have a loud uh, noise in the bottom end, but yes, it, it was enough to stop the inertia of the motor, which put them over the. Front I probably rode the front wheel for like twenty feet. Yeah, you I, guys, you guys said if it, it looked bad, but I feel like it didn't feel that bad. Oh, your dad looked at me and he's like, "What are we doing?" I'm like, "Oh boy." Well, no, I knew something was wrong. Well, hold Could on. You Let's hear take it? a step back. No. So, first of all, I was spiking out because you were looking around like Michael Essie and the amateur days and <laughs> pulling off. And I'm like, here we go. I'm like, damn, dude, you got to like put some laps in. And so I knew something was going on because you're stopped and looking down. So I'm like, oh, you must feel something or think you had a flat tire. So I didn't know it was anything wrong with the engine because the engine was brand new, right? Yeah. So I like, thought you had a flat. So then when you jumped the triple and then you kind of cased it like you normally were doing because it was hard to get over. Mm hmm. You, every all the weight went forward, and then you kind of rode the the nose yeah. of the bike a little bit, and then I see you go straight off the track. So I'm thinking, okay, something quit, and then that's when I rode over to you. And yeah, like, and you just said it, you know, blew up. It blew know? up. Yeah. So something was going on. I think some kind of crank issue or something. And you know, to be fairly transparent with you guys, um, look at Kawasaki's aren't known for durability. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and say it. You know, like. You got to keep up on your Kawasaki and sh- treat it treat it well and show it some love. We, as far as Aiden, he's a B-class kid. He rides hard. Um, we try to swap out cranks and do things every 20 to 25 hours. That doesn't mean you guys out there that ride normally have to do that. But for safety reasons for Aiden, that's what we're doing. So that's what was kind of uncommon um, for us because we're still on a stock rod um crankworks is making a different rod right now so for all you kx guys you can rejoice because we're going to have a stronger rod here very soon which is going to be nice and then those interval hours will go up yeah when you have a, a billet rod going in uh, you don't have to change it it is a plane bearing rod and crank for this kawasaki so they do go through them and uh but this one was new so we have no idea what happened yeah we no. just know it stopped so literally we'll, put rode the thing an hour and it was completely fine yeah it was just weird um, so yeah, so that's what we were at. I was a little bit stressed out. Luckily I have Eddie with me to his, he's way more mechanical than I am. Um, <laughs> if you guys email me and I kick you to Eddie, it's because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And I'm just going to send it to Eddie cause he's going to tell you more than I could as far as the mechanical side. I'm, I'm a novice mechanic. 
Um, I can diagnose things, but I don't know how to uh, fix certain things on a motorcycle. <laughs> so um, luckily, Eddie was there. We ended up uh, swapping Suspension. motorcycles. Yep. So we brought the stock practice bike. Yep. Uh, just had a muffler and an it. ECU. And uh, it's okay. Uh, a muffler and an ECU. And so we had Aiden suspension, REP stuff. We swapped that over to the other bike. Actually, Eddie did all of it. I should say we. Yeah. I changed wheels. Those group after. Triple clamps got switched. Bars got switched. Suspension yeah. got switched. Wheels got switched. The whole bike got switched. So it's a little bit of a chain, fire drill. Chain it was a, it was, what was that? Chain, chain? Yeah. yeah. Chain got switched. Yeah, good one, babe. Basically everything, yeah. Everything got switched. Uh, Plastics. Bars. Bottle tube. Levers. Levers. I mean, yeah, we... we yeah. Yeah, we turn. So that was on when uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Honestly, Tuesday now that Tuesday I think about it, it would have been easier just to take that motor and put it. Just was it? Would have been? Oh yeah, it would have been way quicker. Is it easy just to rip that thing out? Yeah, you could. We could. I could have probably done it by myself. I probably could have done it in thirty minutes. Oh at no, the, shit. at the track. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh. yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Mm, well, but, I mean, hindsight. being that 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 bike is. Not a bike. It's a magazine bike, so yeah. I'm like, I don't want to start getting these things all mixed up, and then, then we got to deal with Brad because the engine numbers don't match the frame numbers, and yeah. So. Yeah, and and normally in these races, AMA races, they check frame numbers, and they yep. did not. They, they did. They yeah, did. They did, did, they, did they? Did they take our frame numbers? Um. Mm-hmm. Yes, because when I signed him up, I signed him up with the bike that took a, and then I had to go back up and switch. Yeah. When you guys were switching things over. Yeah, and the guy never. The guy never checked them at the start either. No. No, no. The no top one. five never got stopped at the. No. Which I thought was super interesting because why do you need a frame number? I'm then trying to think. Going back to old AZ Opens, did they ever do that? I don't think. I don't. I don't remember. I don't think so. Hmm. They so never did. No. Usually, if it's an AMA event, they do. Yeah. I feel like they did. Like the first year we went. Uh, I, don't I don't think. Remember. I don't think. I don't think they did. No. Was an idea. I think it's more for protesting. Yeah. At these, like at Loretta's, obviously they do. You know, yeah. I mean, the AMA guys are. Boom, 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 goes down the line. Yep. Right. But at these ones, I think it's for more for protesting, just to specify the, the machine. Mm-hmm. And in our case, I mean, yes, we had to change a frame number because we were going to switch bikes. Had Moto 1 gone per probably then, the AMA rule books, then we would have had to switch engines because yeah. the frame wasn't broken, so we couldn't alt- we couldn't switch the frame. So we would have had to, had that done after Moto 1, I wouldn't even have risked it with them. I would have just switched the engine. Because then we're on the same chassis with an engine that runs. Did they check your frame Never. at Freestone? Yeah. At Freestone, yeah. they did check. They check it after the race, yeah. Okay, yeah. so. Yeah, so, yeah. they did nothing here. And they had an AMA official there. Yeah. So it, it's kind of. It too. Uh, yeah. I thought it was it was also, too, I don't know if you noticed this, Eddie, when the shit was going down, did you ever look over at her and see what was going on? Uh, I was I freaking I get out. in a zone. Freaking did. She's like tweaking, walking back and forth, yeah. biting her nails. Yeah. I didn't buy my nails. Yeah, like, I said, hey, you got it. She was asking me things about bikes. I said, you got to get out of here. Go take a walk. I go, you got to get out of here. I go, stop <laughs> asking me questions. Okay. And then she left me alone, but I had to physically tell her to stop. <laughs> well, it's nerve wracking. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we get to your moto, let's take a break. Listen to these commercials. Uh, we have some new updated codes and some people coming on board for next year. So be sure to stop in. Take seven minutes out of your life and listen to these commercials. Be right back. Screenprintingdone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to screenprintingdone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase. Like, let's go, buddy. 
or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. Screenprintingdone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! Screenprintingdone.com. It's tough these days to figure out what oil you want to run. There is so many out there. But to let you guys know what we run over here, Blood Lubricants. We run specifically 1040, and we go back and forth from the Pro Series oil and the Scorpion Blood 1040. That is the weight we run in all of our test bikes here in Southern California. And they have been wonderful company to deal with. They've been great for our engines, and we have had zero engine failures with Blood Lubricants. So if you're looking for some good oil, some good lubricants, Go visit them, bloodlubricants.com. Use the code KEFER at checkout to save 25% off for a case of oil. That is huge. And they have all different kinds of lubricants, uh, suspension oils, motor oils, all different kinds of stuff over there on bloodlubricants.com. So go visit them. Use that keyword KEFER at checkout and save some dough. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. Experience pure performance and exhilarating power with the all-new 2024 Yamaha YZ250F. The 2024 YZ250F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. Built to do one thing, go faster and make you a better rider. The 2024 YZ250F delivers more for 2024. New front and rear brakes, updated suspension settings, and aggressive styling. Take precision tunability to the next level with the Yamaha exclusive industry-only free power tuner app. And guess what? You know where to get those? Power Motorsports. Find your YZ and enter the victory zone at Power Motorsports. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here on the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. The Kiefer Tested Power Price. I don't care where you're at in the USA, Maine, California, Florida, Washington, wherever you are, visit them, powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. You know what to do. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Why you punish me? Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential, and of course... You'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. 
Getting started is super easy with LipPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? LipPro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and LitPro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at com. Go to LitPro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to oldtimersmx.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon. But several races over several months all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time if you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady they have plenty classes for you there's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself but hey you got to go do it you got to go check them out right now go to oldtimersmx.com but again we're going to change our name up to ivmx international vet motocross association so go look for them and if you have any questions about the series hit me up chris at keyforinktesting.com and we'll get you out there and having some fun, get some gate drops. All right, we're back. Thanks for hanging tight. Uh, Aiden, uh, give us your motos. What, what happened? What went on after this whole drama switching bikes? I uh, On Wednesday, I ended up winning from start to finish. My first moto of Open B uh, led from start to finish. And then on my second race was Schoolboy 2. I ended up winning. No, oh, no, no, I got second. Yep, it was sorry. 250B. Uh, it's a, they're both the same thing. Yeah, but 250B. Get it right. I mean, 250 yeah, 250B right. yeah, was race 13. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That you actually um, had to race more than once. Uh, I think I whole-shotted that, too. And then uh, I had a battle with the kid, the whole moto. Give his name. He has a name. Alvin Hillian. Thank I you. battled with him the whole moto. It was fun. We locked bars coming down the hill, <laughs> which, I mean, I don't really have a problem with. I mean, I think it's kind of fun racing like that. It is. I mean, how's that cross jump in life? Now that, now that was different. Like, I don't like that, but like, I don't have a problem with like hitting each other or anything like that. No, I don't have a problem with it. As long but, as you're on flat ground. Yeah, exactly. But like, if there, if it comes to cross jumping, I'm out. I guess. So the kid mad. just, I, what I saw, and I think Eddie saw it too. What I saw, the, the kid didn't have enough horsepower to get up that triple sometimes. Yeah. And he would scrub the double, and but you were behind him, and he kind of knew you were behind him and so jumping he tried it. Crossing, yeah. He, like, scrubbed to the left as you were going to jump it, and I was like, oh, oh. dude, that is not cool. <laughs> yeah, too. I even thought I was going to land on him at one point. I got scared. But, but you did uh, the right thing by crossing over. Yeah, I, I, I almost jumped off the track almost. But um, And then, so we get down at that moto, come to find out that what they do, they gave halfway, but they used two checkered flags. So you can tell me, interject, too. So uh, what I saw is the two... First of all, in Arizona, if you've ever been there, there is a shack next to the, the track, to the, to the course. 
and no one comes out of that fucking shack. They're, all you see is hands well, and flags. Well, it's literally it's so literally the the finish line is not a jump, it's a turn. Yes. Yeah. And it's a left-hander. Yeah, it's a left-hander with you the just, shack on the hill on the high right side of the track. On the track. right side side. So you, all you see is the sliding window go. <laughs> you see a hand and a flag. Yeah. Literally they don't even I so I come to f- I learned this halfway through the week. So I the uh tabletop before it I would have to look up and physically see, like look and see if yeah. the white flag's As out. You're going up the hill. Because they don't wave it or anything. They literally literally the hand just sticks out like this. <laughs> That's it. Whoop, That's it. it. So I'm like, oh, there it is. So anyway, so there's two checkered flag little hands coming out of the, the thing and they crossed each other. And I'm like, huh. That's that's odd for halfway. And then it's the kids being 16, they, they don't know what the hell's going on. They just see checkered flag, and they st- everyone starts pulling off, and then you hear people yelling, no, no, don't pull off, don't pull off. Yeah. And then and the kids, like, kids, kids are like, wah, 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 and they're like burning out of the dust, and like, oh, shit. But what was weird is it didn't, it didn't, they didn't pull that cross flag thing until after you and Alvin went by. Well, I never saw halfway. Well, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't out. Yeah, at all. The hobbit hands and the flags weren't out. They weren't out. So, anyway, that happened. It it literally, I don't know if it messed up the results. The kids, I think, finished in the order they... They, they did the exact same moto. Right. Yeah. But they maybe lost five to ten seconds on you and Homeboy. Which wasn't going to do it. I mean, yeah. Right. You right. guys were already kind of far ahead. We so, like, yeah. we left for the day. We're like, okay, that's that's all. They're, they went to race 20, and our next race wasn't until 38. So, we decided, hey, we're going back to the Airbnb. And we found out that someone protested, and they had to do the whole, whole fucking moto we over had to again. Redo the whole. I've damn never thing. seen anything like it. Yeah. <laughs> I I was on the way home. On I was pissed. I called the AMA official. God bless Mike Burkeen because he picked up. <laughs> and I'm like, this can happen. And he's like, yes. And he said it so nonchalant, like it he's happens like, yeah, all the time. And I'm like, when does this happen? I've never seen it happen before. You race a whole twenty minutes, and they're just like, nah. We don't like that. We don't like how that went. Yeah. We're just going to fucking do it over again. Lame. So they did it over again, and I was pissed. I was like, that sucks. Yeah. Because all these kids just busted out a moto, and they didn't and have we gotta, to. we got to redo the whole damn thing again. It, it, before he, uh, I think this was that same race, Casey Henson came over and told us, they just pulled everyone off the track. They're gonna, they were originally going to red flag it. They yeah, were going to throw right. a red flag. They pulled all the riders off the track. Rip got everyone out of there, and you yeah. guys were supposed to go back to the gate, and then the next lap comes around, and it's Oh, just, yeah, I heard. They they refused to pull the red flag in the shack. Yeah. Hobbit hand refused they, the red flag. Obviously, they didn't have a red or a yellow flag, because that's usually what you would use for the cross flag for yeah. halfway. Yeah. Uh, God what's, first of what all, is what, what, what is the halfway, and what is the flags? Usually, it's the caution flags oh, and the red it? flag. Yeah, because you're not going to... You have... In an amateur race, you're going to have four flags in the tower. You have a yellow, a red, a checker, and a white. You're not going to use a checker and a white. No. I thought it was white and green. I don't even think or I never saw a green like flag. A bo- they need to make like a board, like how they have the two lap board. They need to make one with halfway on it. But you know what? Now that I'm thinking about this halfway, now it's going back in my brain when I'm racing. There's no flag out on halfway. It's two sticks. It's, it's just yeah. Stick. It's just like this. It's normal. There's no flag hanging out. It's yeah. just the two stick and the guy's hands. That's the halfway. So this halfway was the the flag well, blown in so the air. So hold on. You know what's funny is I forget. I think it was that exact same class too when I when I won my first title of the day. Literally, the dude waved two checkered flags. Yeah. Like the dude, and I was like, He's I going had all to, flat track on <laughs> you. Dude, he was going like <laughs> he, he yes, took, he he took two checkered flags. 
He took AMA to the extent. Yeah, he went like he he did two checkered flags, and I had to like make sure and really think about yeah. this for five <laughs> seconds if he's giving me yeah. halfway or or if not. Yeah, who, whoever runs a tower, simplify this. Yeah, like let's get a board, like get a pit board. Okay. Dude, just and put, just write put a halfway get mark on it. The fuck out of the shack. <laughs> I want to see a human fucking being Make out there. Make a jump. Make the jump at finish line jump. Yeah. Jesus, not a dumbass turn. It doesn't matter. But just have a physical human out there yeah. so people can see it. Like yeah. you have no idea how hard that is when you're trying to focus in a rut while looking up at the exact same yeah, time to see if there's a white flag out. Yeah. Like put the tower. Dumb. If you're gonna do that, put the tower on the left side, the inside, the side you're leaning and yeah, turning so you on. Yeah, so it's out, right? So it's basically in your face, not. Or, or just get out that of the was, shack. That was that's <laughs> one. Or just of my, get out of the shack. Exactly. That's, that's one well, of my gripes. That that shack had hay bales right below it. And those hay bales kept falling off into the Jesus the ruts, and yeah. they were like Dude. waving the yellow flag during races, trying to pull the hay bale. I'm like, get the hay bale out of there. Uh, like, yeah, kid, yeah. Kid flipped over the hit that hay bale so. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, uh, go ahead on your race. Sorry, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mess you up we'll with some. No, that was it. That was that was Wednesday, and then Thursday. Um, with Schoolboy Two. With Schoolboy Two, same thing. Led from start to finish. Um, Hold on, stop. D- maybe I'm wrong. I mean, you can tell me, and you can tell me. Okay. I felt like your starts progressively got worse after Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they did. did. They did. Like I think you had I good think starts, and then all of a sudden it just kind of went away. I think my clutch was starting to slip a little bit because I can feel it halfway through. So you're blaming Eddie? No, I'm not blaming Eddie. <laughs> why, why would that be Eddie's fault? I say no, it wasn't. But go ahead. You don't think so? No. Because no. uh, you ripped it, a fat hole shot on Friday with that same clutch and bike. Maybe it was just me tripping then. I, I don't know. You're tripping. But anyways, so yeah. So hole shot, it's led from start to finish. Um, and then it. We we did second start doing second motos. Uh, I got a bad start, came all the way to third, and I was behind second. And it, so this week they changed the AMA rule, or just the rule of, of the week in general was you cannot jump on any flags. And the kid tripled in on the rhythm. Well, two did. Two did, but I mean, so yeah, you couldn't jump on a yellow flag or anything. You couldn't jump on it. Which is props to mom. We're going to the riders' meeting because in AMA professional racing, yeah, good. You say good thing we went because I was like, why are we here? Right. Mm-hmm. So that teaches me a lesson. Like I need to go, or someone needs from our family needs to go to these meetings because I did not know that in amateur racing, or at least at this race, you cannot jump on a yellow. In professional racing, you can jump well, on a yellow. On a yellow, it. you just can't pass. Professional. Everyone kind of knows what's going on. Everyone's well aware of what is happening. When you go to an amateur race, you got right. see kids that are just right. wild and 85s that are all over the place. So, I mean, for safety, I think it's better that yeah. nobody does anything on a yellow so flag. I didn't know that. So, yeah. go ahead. So, but I got I got second because the kid in front of me got docked two Which positions. Is the, what is the, the kid's name? I forgot. I mean, you got to give him props. Devin the kid Ruth. Wrote, Devin Ruth. Wrote, wrote good. Yeah. Good, yeah. good. I didn't know anything good. about him. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Pretty neutral style, good good rider. Yep. Uh, just so we're out, we're all transparent here. We're the ones. If his parents listen, we're the ones that complained because I don't want to hide behind that. Well, it wasn't just him; it was also Alvin Hilling that also jumped too. I know. I'm just telling everybody out there in the world that you went up there and said, "Hey, they jumped on the flag," so that came from us. Well, yeah, because yeah. that that's that's bullshit. But um, it's only bullshit because you actually did the <laughs> rules. But if you would have jumped, right. it, you all would have did it. Right? Yeah. But I mean, hats off to you for. Yeah, I mean, you're in this. You're in this heated battle with these three dudes, and you're you were able. You, these guys were in front of you at this point, and you were able to go. I'm not following them because exactly. the rule said you can't. Yeah, that takes a lot of willpower. So Alvin, Alvin, he so what? Alvin what, what, doubled in. Yeah, he doubled, doubled, 
And then when he got to the tabletop, he faced into the Which tabletop I think, because he realized I think, that's where the accident was, and well, he here's, stopped. Here's yeah. the thing. I think when he went through, because he was a little bit ahead of us, the dude, the uh, this other flagger dude was only on the tabletop. And then when we came around, the, the, there was a second flagger in front of yeah. the whole so section. It changed. Yeah. So it changed. So I think that's why he was okay. So but, when I called Mike Burkine or when I talked to the AMA official, he just said, look, he texted me and goes, hey, the one kid – was Ruth? Yeah. Will be dock two positions. Uh, Alvin did it. We feel like he did enough to slow himself down. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't get docked. So Aiden got second. Yeah. Otherwise, you would have got third. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, yeah. So um, that, and then we redid the whole other second. Uh, so we did the first moto. We, did, we redid the whole first moto. First, second moto. Uh, got a bad start again. Worked my way into second. And then I just couldn't. Actually, no, I, I caught him. And then last lap, I wadded my brains out. You didn't really wad your brains out. You just tipped, tipped over. over. I didn't yeah. tip yeah. over. I endoed. A bit more than a tip over. I endoed off the oh, roller. Oh, on the finish line. Yeah. you're talking about the oh, one where you That, that was unnecessary, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah I don't what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> well, I can tell you what he's going to do. He's going to bend up a brand new muffler. Yeah. <laughs> so, the frame's gone. Meanwhile, me and Eddie are sitting there, and we watch you just catch a peg up the rut of the single on the inside and cartwheel his brain. So I'm yelling, get up, get up, which you did. And then the subframe's bent, the pipe, the carbon's all <laughs> run to shit. So then the, and the kid was six bike lengths in front. You're yeah. already going up the hill. So I'm like, what the fuck do you think you're going to do? Jump off that single across the, 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 into, the into the shack? <laughs> Catch the flag? I don't know. I was pissed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pissed. So anyway, yeah, you caused more work for Edward. So yeah, that was that. That was on Thursday. Um, Friday. Damn, what happened? Okay, so Friday. Okay, Friday's the last Friday's day. Friday, Friday, Friday was the last day. Okay. <laughs> So now, hold on. Let's stop. Okay, stop. you're good. Let's talk about some of this off the track things. Like, you're you're in a position to win a couple of titles, right? Yeah. As 17 years old, uh huh. You go to sleep, and you're and you're thinking, but don't say you're not thinking about it because it's hard not to think about yeah. the night before. Yeah. How do you manage that situation for yourself? Um. Do you manage it? Is it hard for you, or, or do you suck at it? Like, what is the, what is it? I do kind of suck at it a little bit because I don't really get into that position a whole bunch. Right. So that's why I'm asking you. What I've did only you been think about? I mean, I just try to get my mind off it, really. So what do you do? Just watch. Just like, just game. What helps? What helps? Game. Yeah. Game. What helped me just get would just watch YouTube or just talk to her or, I mean, just do something away from dirt bikes that just gets my mind off it. Which obviously it's still I it's still there in the back of my mind. So once gonna, everything goes away, right? So that is something that you amateurs listening to this need to manage. Like that is something that I don't think is talked about enough. You got young kids, you got week long races, and you have enough time to think about it to really fuck your head up, right? Unlike in normal circumstances, you have two motos. Oh man, I can win this race, but you don't have enough time to really psych yourself out because in one day, right? Yeah. But then you got these week long races. Like I was forty years old at Loretta Lynn's. And it doesn't mean shit in older classes, but I'm sitting on to go win a, a title at Loretta's, and I, I had a day of rest. And I'm like, Jesus, dude, I just want to get this over yeah, with. And it, and it doesn't up. mean shit to me, but like I can see what it means to these kids. So you kids, if you can manage your thoughts and get away from that moment and just put it to the side until you have to do it, that is a really helpful situation for any of you kids out there, anyone trying to do this thing, because it'll eat you up. And that's what I was scared of for you is because you weren't in these situations enough to really hone in and be like, okay, I'll deal with it when it's time, you know? Yeah. So it's impressive that you did what you did, which we'll talk about. But I was always wondering, like, 
I've been in that situation and I'm laying in bed with mom at night thinking about this, you know, thinking I'm, I'm fucking nervous and it's not even my deal. Yeah. Right. So that is something that you need to consciously think about. And then if you are nervous, talk about it like, Hey dude, I'm nervous, you know, about this, this, and this talk about it with Eddie. talk about it with whoever that makes you comfortable so you can move past it and then push it to the side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because in this sport, mental toughness is so important. You got to be mentally tough. We can sit here right now on a fucking Sunday and talk about what we should do next week, but when it comes down to that time, yeah, you got to actually. That's do it. really hard to do. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's good that you did that, but it's it's okay to talk about it as yeah. well. You know. Yeah, I think though, like one like once like I start like I I start riding to the gate and everything, I just get tunnel vision and I kind of forget about it a little bit. You don't you don't forget about it because I sit there and watch you. You're moving around. You're I mean, twitching, yeah, like I think t- about it, right? But like, as soon as like I went out for a parade lap, I just like, yeah, I just like it. Just it just it left. Well, of course, mind. when you're on the track, you don't think about it. But I'm talking about all those times in between. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. It's tough to manage. The the hardest part was that it was just the first one. I feel like the first one was just the worst one because I just I wanted to get it done with. Right. Like I just wanted the relief. Right. And then once the f- and then once I got it done, then it was like I wasn't. I was like I was kind of fine. I didn't really think about the other ones. Okay, so we're here Friday. Sorry, I didn't yeah. want to interrupt you, but so I'll talk about that. Friday, uh, nervous. I go, rip a whole shot. Um, I led for like three laps, and then I I had a pretty big gap, and then the kid behind me in second was out of it, which kid was Alvin. It? Yeah. So I I just let him go, and then I just I just kind of just rode smart, and then rode hard just enough to where I kind of like latched on a little bit. I latched on a little bit, so that way I didn't get into this space where the kid behind me was catching me or anything, which he did a little bit towards the end. Cause I just, I just started tightening up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not even a big race. So that's what I'm saying. You got to put yourself in these situations where you might win a big race, right? Well, to I mean, to me, it's still, it's basically the same thing. Cause you're still getting the exact same thing you'd get at the, another okay. race. So, yeah. um, so uh, let's do a TBT real quick. Flashback to, I don't know when Aiden was racing C class twenty, and he was in a championship, Deal Same for exactly. the third moto, you know, he screwed himself because he thought he didn't need to be in the position that he was in to win, and he let the kid pass him. So we, as a collective unit here, we talked about what you needed to do beforehand. Yeah, we so we you, figured out what everyone else's scores were before we. When you have these three moto formats, you got to kind of do some math. Yeah. So you knew exactly what you needed to do. Yeah. I don't recommend you know just pulling over for anybody, but when you're in a in a title hunt, I don't. I don't think it's that bad to do. No, you know? unless if you're just some say would some say it's teaching you bad habits, which I kind of I kind of agree. Right, you should be focusing on yourself and not anything else because that's right. when the bad things happen. But correct. I mean, at the same time too, the different it works for different people, right? Right. Well, there's also no point in blowing yourself out to battle with a kid that's. Not exactly. Even in a it both. It both. It's like it's fifty-fifty. Both bad. If way. Alvin didn't screw himself up himself, like self-implode a couple times, he would have been. You guys would have been in t- tighter battles. Yes. Because he crashed himself away from that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Out of both. And then in open B, he ended up winning. Yeah, we were tied for that one, and uh, same thing. Got a bad start, and then by the time I caught him and everything, it was only six laps. It's hard to do anything. And then, sorry, I caught him last lap, and then I fell. Yeah, you washed out. Right I washed. I washed the front end, so I was a little bummed about that. Um, and then the next. But for you, it's nice to only see one washout yeah. on your on your your fault. On my fault, because yeah. you're usually pretty bad about washing the front end out. Yeah. 
So anyway, which yeah. I was—that's what I was like really cautious about. There was like you couldn't really push into anything. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Glen Helen. Now Glen Helen, you could push into more because it's softer. Mm. This wasn't really like that. It was um, it was more harder. I'd feel like. And then last moto, uh, I feel like you should. I feel like you should describe this moto. <laughs> yeah, let's me. And Eddie yeah, you and Eddie. You and Eddie can talk about this one. So anyway, I, I didn't do anything. You're the one flipping over fences and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, last moto, schoolboy two, Aiden gets you know not a great start. He jumps out to like he was like maybe fifth coming around this tree corner on top after the triple step up. And then I see you wash the front out. You say you got brake checked. I just say the kid just made a mistake and, and screwed up, and then you ran the back of him. So, you know, uh, I was pissed. I was like, well, that's that's a wrap. I fucking bailed. I bailed and went up on top of the hill to watch you. And then a lap goes by, and I see you ripping around, and I'm, like, looking at the kid in front of you that you need to beat, or kids. And I'm like, oh, this is possible because this is a longer moto, 15 plus 1. Because the reason why I bailed, because... You're, remember when we talk about, as a family, Aiden's track record. You're only as good as your track record around this house. Yep. If you have a bad track record, I'm not giving you credit until I see something different, right? Yeah. <laughs> Aiden doesn't have a great track record of digging in when shit gets hard and going, right? So I'm like, fuck. Plus, plus we never saw this out of any rider Correct. all weekend. Right. There was no one that was able to get... Passes uh, enough above the bar to where you like, man, I could knock four or five riders off. And it was know, a it was laps. a track where you could catch people, but really difficult to pass. And and even for these guys, no one was coming from five six seconds back and right. to the back fender. Right. I mean, they would seesaw back and forth. Right. And and it was whoever made and even the pro class mistakes. was like that. The same. Yeah. So there was this track. There was not time to be made up on this track. So. Aiden's track record wasn't great in this area, so I decided, well, this title is blown. I went back up, but then I saw him riding, and I was like, oh, he has a. You were riding with some kind of a purpose, and I'm like, oh, this is different, right? And then after a lap, I'm like, well, shit, <laughs> he's actually riding, and I was like, fuck this, I'm going back down to see Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went back down to see Eddie. You should and, tell and him I, go back up. And I tell him, like, dude, I think you can do it. I think you can get him. So Eddie's like, yeah. So I think he was your guy over here. Was I think already was on board? I bailed on you. Yeah, um, I'm down there talking to the man upstairs. I'm yeah. like, give us a shot at this. So thing. I live with the guy, so I have more uh, backstory, <laughs> right? So I'm like, okay, great, this is it. Aiden's gonna flip the switch, right? So Aiden was coming, 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 and then you started catching. Yeah, that's probably bad. <laughs> that's gonna get. That's don't gonna take get that. Dubbed. Don't take that's, that clip and use that's that. That's gonna get dubbed me. somewhere. Uh, so Aiden started catching these kids. So. Hillian was kind of gone two, three seconds in front of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the kids. There was another kid named Max Shane, Max and Shane. then and then the Ruth kid. Yep. And and in this scenario, Alvin was already kind of out of it. Yeah. Ruth won the first moto. Aiden got second, so he had to beat the Ruth kid. Max Shane got third, so he had to pass. I he had to pass both of them. He had to pass both of them, so he passed Max fairly easy. Then he caught up to this Ruth kid, which was a little bit more of a a task because he had a gap. Yep. But then the dad, I I managed to kind of figure out who the dad was of this kid. The dad was next to Eddie and I. And so I'm hanging over the fence going, this is what you got to do, point and point, which you already knew. But, like, me and Eddie are waving you on. I'm fucking hyped up because I had the lap times on my phone. I'm seeing you second and a half faster, a second faster, second and a half. So the, the gap's coming down. I'm like, oh, this can happen. And we're, he has the watch on saying, oh, you know, we're only 11 minutes in, so we have enough time. 
So I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm rooting you on, and I go to bend over on this little brick, and I flip over the side of the fence. <laughs> and I'm doing a handstand, my feet in the air. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> 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 Not to mention... We forgot to even tell everyone that it freaking rained the night before. Yeah. And the track was muddy, so if he would have went over, <laughs> it was mud. straight into a mud hole because it was where nobody was going. Yeah. <laughs> Moto's mom, Moto mom mud wrestling down there. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up getting picked back up over the fence. You caught up to him, and then I was, you know, last lap. You know, you, you're coming around, and you end up – we kind of knew you were good. You were good coming down the hills, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you were good in the, in the back section. Yep, and then you kind of were the same in the middle over here, right? But in the in the sweeping areas where the fast, you were you were better. So, and I think the kid was getting a little fatigued, or the pressure maybe was getting to him. Maybe he was I think thinking it was a little bit of both because he was screwing up so much. Yeah, and then in hearing you come, actually, that's it's tough to. <laughs> you guys are dirty. <laughs> hearing you, hearing you back. reach towards him, okay? Yeah, he probably was freaking out a little bit. So, uh, Aiden makes the move. Passes him coming down the hill, but then the kid squares it up, goes up to the wall, and then it was out of our Eddie and I sight. After you went up the wall, we couldn't see. It was out of our, my sight, too, because I was standing up on the hill, and I was screaming, and I'm like, I see Alvin Hillian come down. I'm like, oh, where are they go? Oh, my God. And this kid pops up, and he goes, they went down. They went down. I'm like, ah! I start screaming, get up, Aiden. So, yeah, Eddie and I couldn't see. We're like. I just saw a flag come out. Yeah, we, like, we saw a caution flag. I go, Eddie, they both fell. <laughs> I'm like, come on in, come on, come on, get out. And I saw that Max Shane was coming. Dude, yeah, I, I don't know how the hell he didn't pass us both. You you guys gapped him pretty hard. So then I was like, oh, God. And all of a sudden, so you pop down the hill. I'm like, no way did this dude just take this dude out. Both of them fell, and he got up. So <laughs> you end up winning the championship. And getting the, You went 2-2 and got the championship. Yeah. Which isn't dominating at all. But you look at lap times, you were the fastest guy. I was the fastest guy all, all that but whole day. But you just, you know. Didn't put yourself in the right positions at times. You know what I did that it reminded me of? Oh. Uh, when Michael when Michael Essie went to pass Tickle, and I forget what round it was, and he just popped the clutch right in front of him, and Tickle just ate shit. That was, when Tickle that was, was a on T-bone. Suzuki. Yeah. That was a straight T-bone by Mike. Like yeah. He didn't even try to turn. He went straight into Tickle. Oh, femur. yeah, that's what I did. I straight up, I dude, I straight up, I jumped that thing. I straight up landed on him. <laughs> I, I straight up landed on him. That's, I don't know if you want to really want to talk about that. <laughs> dude, <laughs> It's reasonable. I mean, look, it, it's, it's for reasonable. A, it's for a championship, and it's it wasn't like it was early in the race or exactly early in even to that last lap. Well, but we don't go for death. No, we, we like, go for, I don't we go really... for safety. And, and, but we're gonna race those last few corners very aggressive for a championship. Well, right. didn't he ghost ride his bike when he picked it? Oh up? yeah, so yeah, so we both. So I actually, when I hit him, I fell first, and then he fell on top of you. No, he fell like a couple, like a couple, like inches ahead, like ahead of me, and he, I couldn't pick my bike up because my bike was buried, buried in the dirt from the rut. Yeah, and I couldn't pick it up, and I, and I heard him pick his bike up first. I'm like, fuck, man, that Don't. was it. That was the last. That was it right there. And I can hear the throttle stuck wide open. And as soon as he gets on his bike, and I can hear him go, the thing goes, yeah, and just loops out. I'm like, no way. So I pick my bike up and I get going again. I'm like, this kid just blew it. So back technically, he blew it himself because he actually picked his bike up first before me. So he probably could have made it. He could have, yeah, he could have done it, but that throttle was stuck wide open. Mm. I hit him so hard though. That's that hydraulic clutch. That KTM clutch is too grabby. Dude, I hit, <laughs> I hit it so. Hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, kudos to the kid, and honestly, kudos to the dad 
and the kid because I saw him on the way up the hill. And, I mean, obviously upset. Yeah. They took it really well. And it, like, really stand up by them. Like, I mean, if I'm in that situation as a parent, you're, you're kind of pissed, right? But, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I gave the pat on the shoulder of the kid. I said, hey, good ride because he rode good. And it, you know, you learn from all these times that you mess up. So, um, but yeah, you, you, you rode good. That was an impressive ride. I think that's the best I've seen you ride in, in ever. Um, and you showed that you actually have some dig, which is nice. So now your track record has changed with me. <laughs> <laughs> so now I expect these types of, uh, um, aggressiveness when you crash from, you now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's good. It's good learning experience. You ended up winning two of those things out of three. So that is nice. Yep. My goal um, is to win. My goal is to win all three of them, but. It's all good. Well, I'm not think, satisfied. I think you did decently, so that's good. Um, so, all right, Heather, what's your five things? Rip them off, and we'll go down here and wrap this thing up. Uh, well, we've kind of discussed, I think, some of them. Hold on. Um, oh, Aiden, anything uh, about Dad, like, chest bumping you after that? Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I was hyped. Yeah. You were really hyped. I was hyped. in the football mode. <laughs> yeah, man. I was, I was hoping he would jump, and we would bump, jump. Well, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I just came in heated on the e-bike slide yeah. in there <laughs> like Ace Ventura. Um, <laughs> so mine are kind of all like negative things. Wow. Yeah, I got I got a couple. Actually, no, I got some good ones. Um, well, the water truck driver that was driving like 40 down the pit yep. lane with the kids, yeah. little little babies roaming around. Truck driver was on it in, oh. the, in the pit lane. Like I feel like it could slow down a little bit because that was something bad going to happen. There were a lot of kids just roaming around playing football, you know, motorcycles and things. So just chill down. All right. Um... The flaggers, the flagger that almost died in practice oh, that was bad. on Tuesday. So, yeah, I'll tell that story um, unless you want to tell. Yeah, it. you can tell. So we were sitting there up on top of the hill watching the, you know, I don't know what race it was. No, it was practice. Was it practice? It was practice on Tuesday. Okay. A lady on the downside of a tabletop, might I add, which is not safe to begin with, ran across the track to use the caution flag that she was holding and tripped over a rut and landed in the middle of the track. And a kid came over and did the jump and missed her by a, a foot, right, right, right by the head. And then she ran. So very sketchy. I don't know if she wouldn't have tripped if she would have got hit. So that was sketchy. Props to the guy rooting Aiden on that was, had a caution flag. Was he was guy. running over all hell rooting Aiden on <coughs> that was the my, race. That was we met man. him at the beginning of the, the whole week, week when <laughs> in line. So he was a fan of the show. So. I wish I remember his name, but I don't. I forgot his name too. But that's but that, cool to see. Every every uh, every uh, time I'd go to his section, you know, I had I'd have to pin it through that section to make him proud. Yep. Oh yeah, he was your hype man. He for was sure. my hype man all week. What else? Um, <laughs> during one of the fifty races, I'd gone up to see what was going on, trying to figure out if Aiden was going to race or not, and. They told me, oh, we don't know with the condition of what is happening on the track. And I'm like, oh, did somebody eat shit? Mm-hmm. So I walk around. I'm looking, and I don't see anything. And I'm like, what is going on? I finally asked the lady next to me, like, what happened? She goes, oh, it was the 50 race, and the kid was coming down from the finish line, and they didn't shut the gate. There's a gate that they have that they close in between races for mm-hmm. track crews to go across. And the guy came across and, like, T-boned the kid on the 50. Oh, the pits. Yes. Yeah. That's bad. In the middle of the race. so You just got to use your head, people. I mean, like, when you're in the pits, just relax. Just chill out, well, look around, a, take your time. It was a worker. Yeah, I'm, a, some, I'm saying workers, uh, people. During a race. Ju- I understand that. Hit the kid during the race. 
Oh, I thought it was one of the pits no. coming down. No, no, it was during the race. Oh. Where you cross, remember, remember where they yeah, would yeah, pull them the, off the track yeah. when they do their parade laps? Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it the same worker that hit the kid on top of the hill? I don't know. Was there a kid that got hit up there too? I thought that was where the... No, that, this was that kid. Oh, wow. So okay. it was the 50E class. It was right after Aiden's schoolboy. Mm. So they They're, had... They had to restart that too, right? Well, and they couldn't restart it because the kids had to go back and charge because they'd already used... Um, Electric bikes, baby. <laughs> Catch it. Catch the fave. <laughs> so they had to restart their race, but they were going to run them again to like the next day at a different time. Wow. Okay. Oh, Kid, I think, good. was okay. I think he hurt his hand, And look, at, we're sitting here, you know, judge and jury, but we don't know exactly what happened, right? Yeah. People make mistakes. I'm sure the guy felt bad. Oh, for sure. He, I, The lady said he apologized so many times, yeah, and I I'm mean, like, like, but how do you not, I guess you don't hear it if they're electric, but I mean, you don't, I always look when I cross a track, regardless if anyone's out there or not. Just it's electric. <laughs> Jesus. Wolfpack. Nope. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's nope. about that's all. That's it? Yeah. Ed? Oh, um, he's got to whip no, it out. Mine are pretty simple. All right. Um, so I guess one of the main – I don't get too excited about these amateur races because I've been to so many of them. Yeah. I've seen all these tracks throughout the United States. But one thing that stood out to me was uh, the bike washing station. Yeah, that was cool. Provided by the track. Uh, there was a sponsor of it. I don't know who actually – was the sponsor of the bike washing station, but they had about three or four uh, pressure washers over there with water. Mm -hmm. I watched the water truck guy continuously fill it up. That was really cool. They had uh, put tarps down, Mm -hmm. made drainage ditches and everything. So that that really stood out to me for some of these people that that are local racers that just show up in their pickup truck because the track, even though we didn't have rain earlier in the week, your bike would still come off pretty muddy. So kudos to them for that. And I will add to that, when we were there a couple years ago, it wasn't as nice. There was actually a, maybe just one of those there, not okay. three. Okay. And there wasn't tarps. like So they advanced that over the years. Yeah. 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 So kudos to them for that. Uh, vendor support. There was a lot of vendors there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of vendors there, actually. There wasn't so much OEM support, which I thought being an AMA and somewhat of an amateur national, we might have got at least one Team Green trailer or a Honda trailer or whatever. Yeah, I remember the one year we went, the actual Team Green rig. That was actually, back when Chance was racing. Yeah, that yeah. Was, physically that was the only time I saw it there. But, I mean, as far as suspension uh, support, there was all kinds of suspension uh, manufacturers there. Uh, you know, I mean, everything, tires, gas. Simi Valley was the only OEM person that was Yeah, there. and they're, and they're technically a dealership. But, yeah, I know they're, they do uh, they do get sponsored riders through Simi Valley and, and – uh, that's their amateur program. I believe actually it was Thousand Oaks was there because I saw Jeff Harriet. Was it? That's yeah. probably, they're probably the same area. Yeah. So uh, Thousand Oaks is a Kawasaki dealer as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that that was my number two. My number three, I thought the racing was pretty good. Yeah. I, I thought, uh, you know, for all in all, there was some aggressive racing, but it was pretty clean. It was fun to watch. Um, the pro classes were crazy boring. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think anything was exciting going on there, and I think that had a lot to do with the track. Yeah. Uh, Simple. I like to design like RC car tracks and stuff for when I was doing racing and I sit back and I take an overall view of like this hillside and I see these obstacles and they're just not even part of the track. Yeah. I mean, we were, I think our lap times were 141 to my 145 ish. My fastest uh, 142 was yeah. a 142. Yeah. Yeah. So you figure pros maybe. I think some guys did guys. 140 and 141. Yeah, so I th- I just looked at what property they had to play with and thought they could have done a little bit better job to 
maybe get that lap time a little bit over two. Which they usually do. It was like the track was kind of like, I feel like it was half fast. Like they just half fasted. It well, maybe, like they, were, they, maybe they were thinking, you know, hey, in, in order to make it a good track, they got to shorten it up so we could keep up on it, you know? Right. If maybe. It too long, yeah. It'd be hard to keep on it. Yeah, I didn't. I never felt. I mean, this is us looking from the outside in, but I never felt like the track got super like rough. No, it always no. Like, it just got always looked really good. Maybe a little bit up on top of the sand. Like this, like the roughest part for me was where, uh, before. So after the first corner, the five, down. the five pack, tabletop, triple step up, left hander. The that was probably the roughest part was going down that little hill right. That was probably yeah. the roughest part. Yep. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I, the track was good. You know, I think they did a good job. Uh, they're staging their two staging guys, our buddy Rip and, and the other long haired dude. I thought those guys had, they had it together. Everything was calculated and you just follow their direction. And yeah, it was organized was down there. Like from For staging sure. to the start line, it would think everything was really nice. Rip has a tight program down there. Rip's good. Our guy Rip, he looks like, yeah. um, not like RIP, but like Rip as in the Yellowstone guy. That's what yeah. he looks like. He has his good dude too. He has his skull sitting there on his. <laughs> his holster? Uh, belt yeah, buckle holster right there, and uh, he's got a holster. And he's got his chew holster. He actually came up to me really cool. Uh, he listened to the show, or um, at some point, and we, uh, you know, we we talked about him a couple years ago, and we met him. We thought he was cool, you know. We were yeah. like, that guy looks like Rip, so we just kind of started that whole thing. And um, his mom was sick, and he came up to me before one of your motos, Aiden, came and talked to me, and you know, and gave me a hug, and you know, started welling up in his eyes that hey, one of the last things you know my mom heard was you guys talking about me and, you know, my nickname and she, she got a kick out of that and smiled and, and, uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah. 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 Good dude. Nice guy. And he's been there every year since we've been there. Yep. yep. Yeah. 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 He's, he's got a, he's, he's a permanent imprint there. I think. Yes. And yeah. And then my last one was actually AMA doing something about the yellow flag situation. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, in my experience, God, I spent 10 years as an amateur mechanic I've never, I mean, I've seen AMA get involved in protesting, but not with anything. I've else. never seen them get involved in track stuff unless it's like cut the track or something really gnarly. Like right. you jump out of the Ten, Compan- Ten Commandments and go down. I feel like someone's done that before, just gone down and they got back in. Yeah. And, uh, and they've done something about that. But I, yeah, I, I think it was cool that AMA actually. I think it's also in. cool Aiden cut the track at all this week. That's fun. <laughs> He didn't make up any of his own lines. Yeah, I don't have to DQ him for anything. That's yeah. nice. So, yeah, that was it. But, I mean, <laughs> obviously, you know, for us to sit here and say, like, oh, it was a great weekend, you know. Yeah, obviously it was a great weekend. We won, you know, two-thirds of our championships. And the one that we didn't win, we got second. We battled all weekend. And uh, everything other than Wednesday or Tuesday practice, everything went about as smooth, smooth as it could. I mean, yep. we had a, a bitch in Airbnb and an awesome neighborhood and – we had our own little guitar player there we, too. We, yeah, we had our we had our, our group, you know, that would, yeah. we flag. all worked well good well, together and lots of shit talking was involved. Yeah, that that's one thing that like people always ask me, like, what do you prefer, amateur or professional racing? And I always lean towards amateur racing because we laugh we laughed through good times and bad times from when the sun went up to the sun went down. Right. We had such a good time. And, yeah. and professional racing is so political. And so quick paced and everyone's on edge because of the, you know, everything's at such a higher standard. Right. Where in amateur racing, it's like. It's more laid back. When you leave the track and then now it's like, okay, now we go be a, a family. Yeah. yeah. We go in the jacuzzi, go in the pool. We go back you know, to work. Yeah. Screw right. around. Yeah. You know, do whatever we got to do. 
we're professionals not like that. Yeah. You know, it's you just keep turning pages of work. One thing I would like to add is I do like how they have uh, nighttime activities mm-hmm. for everyone. We didn't obviously get to partake in them because we didn't stay oh, at the track. there was a brawl. Oh, there was a brawl. But I mean, Over like, a woman. They had, Whoa, they had tricycle the... races. They had dodgeball. They had, I think they have like an adult Ooh. zone for like cocktails. You know what they didn't have? Moto Mom's Mud Wrestling. Uh, uh, we're going to bring that somewhere. <laughs> they could have it because it any, any organization or promoter wants to have Moto Mom's Mud Wrestling and put a, a pro purse together for the Moto Moms, the winner. Different it classes. It's going to be a hit. Yeah. A hit. I feel like that's a Loretta's thing because it's usually a Loretta's. <laughs> I feel always like in the mud anyways. <laughs> and it could be just put uh, right I, off to the side of the beer tent so everyone go go get trashed. Oh. And it, could you imagine It had to be unofficial. It would be like a pirate. Dude, there a would pirate be, mud wrestle. There would just be money flying everywhere. Dude, <laughs> how many dudes would come and put the money in the pot? And the, and the women, the, the Moto Moms would make a killing. You Dude. could probably pay for your week. Yeah. Unbelievable, but I don't think it's going to be a Loretta Lynn's thing. I don't think Davey would allow that. <laughs> Might have to be uh, some other type of amateur race. So you think Myron would be down? Maybe, uh. maybe Myron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Aiden, you got some five. Um, yeah, I think we basically talked about all mine though. Yeah. Mine was all about um, like the track. I didn't really feel like I didn't really like the track. I feel like it was too simple. Okay. Um, I didn't like how they made us re-race that first moto. Okay, we got that. Um, how nice it was having Eddie there. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Okay. I really liked that. Okay. So you need to come to Texas and Loretta's now. Okay. In. Okay. We need okay. a pit board, though. Yeah. We definitely need a pit board. Well, we okay. ha- I thought we had one. We didn't bring it? No, because I didn't think we, we would really need it for this week. Okay. Was, I didn't think. I'm so I was gone uh, the week prior, so Aiden had a lot of his own loading up to do, so... Um, to him to gather his own things, so a lot of that is on Aiden. So yep. don't blame me, Eddie. Don't blame Our me. Team. Uh, what team else? Kiefer. I really like the wolf pack. Yeah, I don't know what wolf, that's about, but that's cool. Raceway. Sounds cool. <laughs> uh, one day we'll get to that organization and <laughs> racetrack again. Wolf pack. Um, yeah, it was overall it was a good good week. We uh, we also brought our buddy Greg. He's not in here. That's always fun. Greg's Greg's probably still sleeping right Greg's now. Greg's fun to have uh, shit talking. There was some people that uh, noticed Greg while we were there, so that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I met Greg. a lot of people that listen to the show. So thank you guys for coming up and saying that you like the show and and that you enjoy it and uh, it makes you laugh and you get through some of your day with it. So that is really cool. That's why we do this thing. Um, some are more informative than others. This is not a huge informative show, but it's just more of a lifestyle kind of show to show you that, uh, yeah, it's, it is fun out there to go race your dirt bike. And I think you guys should go do that. If you don't, um, some of these amateur races are expensive. Doesn't mean you have to do them every week, but, uh, you know, once in a while, I think it's, uh, it's kind of nice getting some family and friends out there and go race your dirt bike and create some memories. So that is, uh, that is one thing that we try to do and remember here over here in the Kiefer family. So, um, yeah, it was a fun weekend. Um, I mean, for me, we covered all my five things pretty much. Um, How was it having Eddie there? Yeah, it's great. With you. Yeah, it's great. Um, it takes a big load off of me for, you know, doing bike work, which I'm I'm okay with during the day, but like fire drills like that that i mean he's way more well and we had another fire drill that we forgot to talk about and went to go start his bike for <laughs> oh yeah i did <laughs> my <laughs> last yeah my open, last moto open was it open b my last moto of the day second on friday it was, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, open, open, it was open b and his ground was loose on his battery so that was went to start the bike the but bike was nice, start. Yeah, shit like that so it's it's good to have someone that is more mechanically inclined than me and it's nice to look at i love aiden aiden's my son 
we get along great together. He's one of my, he's my best friend. But like when you get older as a teenager, you might want someone else around. And I understand that too. So that's, I get it. Yeah, it's all good. No problems. And it's nice that it's nice to be able to with Eddie to be able to have this racing thing, take it seriously, but also have fun. And like, I don't want to be serious 24 seven. No, I would like to be a little bit more serious I thought we were pretty than serious. What Eddie is. I thought we were pretty serious this week. Yeah, it's hard to have a conversation with Eddie. Fuck. Woof. Fuck. I mean, I'm talking and he's going somewhere else. Like, I'm just trying to have a conversation. He's our fucking out. What about that 24 kx 450? We picking that up this week? Uh, I, I think I do that a lot just to kind of. Oh no, I know. So, no, you do I, that a lot to just to get on my skin too. I, you guys, I like. I get super nervous at races. Really? I get more. nervous. You hold it pretty good because you don't seem that way. I get more nervous. When a kid I help is racing, than when yeah. I do it when I race myself. Hmm. Why is that? It's it's always been that way. Yeah, like, except, well, I think it. I understand that because you're putting more pressure on yourself because that's someone's putting, yeah. someone's sitting on something that you are doing, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think. Uh, like honestly, I agree. Like I haven't felt like for me as Aiden gets better, I think I'm getting more nervous just because I expect things from Aiden. Yeah. Well, it's starting to get right. And before, He's a player now. And before, I was just like, whatever, we're here racing, like, yeah. I'm good, you yeah. know, so. Yeah. Hmm. And probably, and probably. Yeah, I'm not your level, though. <laughs> you didn't race this week, so your, well, then your even, focus, like, is directed all on that versus, like, you could go take some of your stuff out while you ride. Right. You can shut it off, do your race, and then you come back, and it's right. like, okay, now we switch. So. It is honestly really weird for me not racing and doing this, because normally we race together. Yeah. So it's kind of odd, but it's fine for me, because I rode enough the week before. <laughs> Yeah, but is it super weird <sighs> this week not racing and not being out on the track and being able to discuss things with him? Like, a little bit, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It is nice to have that, you know, and say, hey, I remember this over here, and then he knows what I'm talking about, you know. And, and Did you We've miss talked that? about some of these things on the track, and he's like, no, it's not like that over there because I couldn't see it. Yeah. Right? Did you miss having that this week? I mean, yes and no because, like, I had parade laps, right? So, like, I can vi- – I've – you can visually see I'm it. very, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm better at now of uh, remembering things on my parade lap going, okay, don't go here, don't go here, don't go here, or go here and go here. Which I'm starting, I feel like it, it kind of helps me more to like kind of think about it more. Right. It kind of helps me think I, better. I think honestly there was what, two things we corrected after practice? The yep. five pack, the, the wheel tap out. Yep. And then being more aggressive in the super cross section in the front. Other yep. than that. And we, There's not really as, much else to tell yeah. you to do. And as far as adjustments with the bike, I went a quarter uh, turn softer on high speed for his shock, so he could the bike could stay level off throttle a little bit more because it was diving. Um, otherwise, didn't make any suspension changes. Uh-uh. And uh, yeah, the bike ran good. It's a stock bike, so I know a lot of people may think that Aiden had a built bike this weekend. It wasn't. It was just a straight, stock motorcycle. Straight stock. With, well, it was a built bike, <laughs> and then it well, decided to the go. The bike we raced, stock engine, had a PC pipe, had a Vortex on it with just fuel. So that's it. That's it. That's all we had. I think it would have been a lot better if we had a built motor. And you know, props to uh, some of these things I got on my on my uh, rundown here is uh, standouts that I thought was good. Uh, Bernard, CJ Bernard, he he's been getting better. Like I feel like he's getting better as a rider. I've been watching him ride a little bit more, and he's getting more aggressive. And he won the Open Pro Division. He lives out there. His track, he knows his track, obviously. But Temmerman, man, he looks really good on a motorcycle. Yeah, like Enzo looked really good, smooth, rides way up over the front of the bike a lot, but uses his legs a lot. Yeah, looks good on a motorcycle, and um, he was the guy to beat. He was by far better than everyone else. 
Um, yep. But I had some bad luck in the Open Pro. But for sure in the 250 class, he was the, he was the guy. So he looked really good. Um, as far as the minis, didn't really. I didn't really. We didn't. I didn't really watch like any. I mean, I watched Reese's one moto and like he rode really good. So I think Reese was really good, but I mean, I we I, we didn't really physically go out of our way to watch like other motos. Like we props watched, to Alvin Hillian. Yep. His bike looked like it went through uh, the Blackwater 100, and he still rode it really good. <laughs> he had baling wire wrapped around his muffler at one point. Yep. And I and I was in Aiden's ass. I was like, dude, some dude with baling wire just beat you. Yeah. So, hey. uh, he's using what he has. Yep. And he's pinning it. He's so a grinder, that, dude. Uh, Mark Samuels, what's up? Helped you know? Why yeah. does this kid have baling wire around his muffler? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's an SLR guy, isn't he? Yeah. I heard him say it one time on the podium. Okay. Yeah. So, looked like it was stock, but it had a twisted. Yeah, it was probably, it's engraved probably, in that cylinder. Probably got I know, like a little I know Jamie, and I, I feel like that wasn't stock. Because his bike pulled fairly decent out of the gate. But, yeah. you know, I could be wrong, just like people thought. It probably, had like, it probably had like a little head work, but like that was it. I wouldn't think that thing wouldn't have a bunch. So, I, did you notice at the end of the week, though, his bailing wire was gone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something something was different. Yeah. Either we got a nut put back in that thing, yeah. or we, or got, we, we welded got the subframe, or we did something. Or we got a different bike. Uh, maybe. Didn't cha- uh, we, didn't, we aren't checking VIN numbers, though. So. Might have. Or we changed a subframe somehow. No hate comms if you change it, because yeah. it's free to do it, free to fly. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. And, and uh, I mean, we don't, we're not going to run from that anyways, even no, if he did. We want, the guy, we want the guy to race. Exactly, you know. Yeah, good job, everybody. It was a fun event. It was fun. Yes. Good job, Brooke. All right. Good job, Brooke. <laughs> uh, that's wraps it up for this uh, edition of the AZ Open. Little uh, recap of the week. We'll be back next week to talk Gas Gas EX450 with Michael Allen, and then we'll have another show, and that's it for the year, people, and that's a wrap. We're going to take the rest of the year off, and we'll be back hitting it hard uh, next year in 2024 with some really fun news um, to tell you guys. And if Heather and I are bored over the holidays, chances are going to be low on that but we may do coffee with the kefirs because the last one we did was a year ago a week before like new year's <laughs> eve we did it so maybe we'll get edward and his wife in here to talk about the pain in the ass that he is yeah <laughs> um you never know we could have some other guests though people have been wanting to have coffee with the kefirs and you know what maybe some teenage love with coffee yeah, with the kefirs that wouldn't be bad see what it's all about over there in the teenage years it's easy over here. Is it? It's easy. Easy yeah. breezy. Here you go. I'll just give it a mic. Oh, yeah, get in there, Brooke. Put that microphone on. Uh, everybody, this is Brooke Eddy. Hi. Uh, this is Aiden's girlfriend. Uh, so Brooke comes from a family that races. Matt and Max Eddy. You guys are off-road enthusiasts. I'm sure you've heard of that. Your dad just raced Baja? Yep, he did. Well, how'd they do? They got third. In Open Pro or the Pro class? Open Pro, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Brooke and the Eddies, they're familiar with riding motorcycles and what Aiden's doing. So it is kind of nice. You guys have a young teenager that races dirt bikes, and, of course, they're going to find girls. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have one that understands the, what we do in the industry and dirt bikes. So, uh, yeah, so maybe we'll get you on with Aiden. You can talk all the shit about <laughs> Aiden that me and you discuss on our own. There's a lot of it. Yes, there <laughs> is. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Support the advertisers that support this show. They keep this thing up and moving. If you have any questions, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. You want to talk to Aiden about anything racing, Kawasaki, whatever, A-D-E-N at keyforinktesting.com com and the merch girl she says she's going to order merch i haven't seen it yet so yell at her heather at keyforinktesting.com when's that happening i'm going to work on it today 
Oh, today? Yep. Did you say that last week? Um, yep, and we were stuck mm-hmm. in amateur racing. So. so don't yell at me, people. Don't even email them and yell at me. Go to that, Heather, at keyforinktesting.com and do the work. <sighs> you want to talk about snoring, shirts, whatever you need, it's available to I you. I haven't snored in a while. No, you've been good. I've got a lot of suggestions about your snoring. I told you it's because... And it's still coming in. I told you it's because Whoa. I was sick. Like, I had, like, nasal problems. Nasal. I was, nasal. I was stuffy. Yes, you're good now. Thank good you. Good job, babe. Thank you. All right, we'll see you next week. Later, y'all. See Bye. you guys.